Hello, welcome back to Zenith Podcast. I am your host, Cesar Davila, and I'm here with two returning guests. First one is Alfredo Leiva. Hello. Second one is Antonio Navarro. What's up? These two have both been guests on the podcast, but never together. Yep. This is a rivalry. No, it's, a little, it's like <laughs> Multiverse of Madness, you know? Chill. Uh, for real. But yeah. <laughs> Multiverse of Madness, which gay bear is going to win? Shut <laughs> So, the we came here to talk about one thing and pretty much one thing only: Avatar: The Last Airbender. All right. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff, dude. This is probably like my favorite Nickelodeon show. Like, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would say definitely top, top five, number one spot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top yeah, five, I mean, it, is isn't Ava- isn't this show like rated like also like? In the top 500 list of shows and stuff? I think so. I think it still gets streamed a lot on Netflix, too. I could be wrong, but I think it's I mean, there was for sure a huge spike when it first came out. Like, mm-hmm. all the memes mm-hmm. that were becoming rele- like, that were relevant in that time. No, Netflix actually, like, um, does value Avatar a lot. Well, we can get into that later, but, like, um, well, you know, they wanted to actually, they wanted the live, the live action show that originally, like, the original creators were on. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make that, like, their, like, like, their poster child, basically, like, like the new main Netflix show, like they actually wanted to spend like Game of Thrones like, budget like on Game that of show. Thrones for oh. HBO. That way, like that way, it's like that show, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. for HBO, you know? So like, um, they do realize how popular it is. I mean, that shit's like, dude, it's crazy because it's only three seasons. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, each season is pretty like packed with twenty six episodes, right? Except for the last season, it's like twelve. I, th- or I think the last season is like twelve to fourteen, but yeah. the first two is like twenty to twenty four or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty long, pretty long seasons. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching it like live, and fuck, man, it was so. Like, I remember the stress of having to wait at, in, during Sozin's comet. Oh that was the God. worst part. That was the worst part. Dude, people would never like, the, like kids would never understand that right now. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, mm-hmm. streaming, you're like, oh, I can just fast forward this. Oh, I only have to watch five seconds of this commercial. Nah, you had to wait, and it was like the good parts too. Right when the yes. suspense was like at the top, yep. something's about to happen, and then the next, you know, SpongeBob. <laughs> you're just like, what the heck? That's not what I signed up for right or now. Or some fucking moon shoes or some shit. Huh, ah, yeah, sock and boppers or something like that. Whatever was cool at the time. Because that was like, what, 2004, 2003? Yeah. Chia Pet bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the other one? The plate, uh, like, um, like, um, the zoo pals? Like, the, the, the oh plates? The plates? Oh, my God. Yeah. What is it called? How was it? Zoo pals. Zoo pals. Zoo pals. Zoo pals. Zoo pals. Ribbit. Yeah. That was just like, dang, they really got all of us out here eating off of frogs. <laughs> Uh, eating like, burgers on top of cow plates like, like literally oh, that's the best thing the ever. self-awareness like yeah. i've never seen a commercial for plates like for for disposable plates yeah. until zoo pals, like they were really marketing to children that children just need everything in the world and that was one of those things that they needed was fucking animal plates those annoying ass kids how my mom i need that shit yeah uh, dude, that was back when the infomercials had numbers that you like, you could call to like put orders and shit mm-hmm. too but wait 
if you call in the next 15 minutes, okay, <laughs> not one, but two. Yeah, those commercials, I remember those. <laughs> $100 value for yeah. only $20. Yeah, and it's like, that shit doesn't work. It's broken. That's why they're wait, sending you two. Tony, you missed it. $100 value for only $20 for five months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking four easy payments. I know. Crazy, crazy times. I mean, they still get you with that nowadays. Um, What are they? Like, uh, like fuck. But now it's easier. Like, my little cousin... She on her tablet, like I'm logged on. I'm logged in with my card because you, you even though it's a kid's tablet, when you, in order Sign to access it, it, you have to uh, tie in the credit card. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a fucking kids thing, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's on purpose. These fuckers. But anyways, um, I put a password on it. But before, she used to have my aunt on it, and she didn't have a password on it. Oh. So it's dude, it's a click of a button. It's like, oh, all right, cool. Like, yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah, and then just like that happens like six times. It's like, oh, it's because I gotta open all six worlds. Yeah. That's why it's like. Right. It's like, yeah, I want to do that, and I don't want to wait five hours to get the coins. Yeah, exactly. That brings me back to Clash of Clans days, bro. I remember I started put like, like I, I pretty, I spent a pretty, pretty penny there in that in the I app. I don't think I played Clash of I'm Clans that like that. No? I yeah. played uh, the one that I played religiously was a uh, Fallout Shelter. Oh, it's a game Fallout, and it's in, basically in the console, your, right? No, on your phone. Really? Yeah. So it's Fallout Shelter, and you basically are surviving like the nuclear wasteland and you build a shelter with like when people. When did that come out? Mm, when did Fallout 4 come out? Fallout 4 came out in 20... In, in the 2010s, no? Like late 2010s yeah, or like mid 2013? 2013? Oh, or 2013, 2014. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about... I, I know, know we're not Fallout. talking about Avatar at all. <laughs> we're talking about Fallout, <laughs> okay, bro. What the right. fuck? We started talking about infomercials <laughs> and now we're here. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Martha Stewart sounds like a normal... shit. <laughs> Sounds like a normal conversation between us three. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So Avatar. Okay. So I mean, I guess for people who don't really know this this show, what it is, it's it's like Nickelodeon's anime, right? Yeah. 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 And it's about a boy who wakes up. Uh, he was I mean, he was born to be the Avatar prodigy who's supposed to like bring balance and peace to the world. You know, like something very fucking uh, heavy. Heavy. If, 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 <laughs> if you want a short heavy. summary, just look up. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender opening sequence. Yeah. Yes. And that's a perfect summary right there. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, just, just do all that. Right, it's all recited at the same time. <laughs> I'm all, everybody put your phone up to the speaker. <laughs> yeah. We're going to listen to guitar. <laughs> recite the sacred yeah. words. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Right? It's like, thank you so much, Mother, for my life. <laughs> thank you for being the best healer in all of, all of the tribes. Dude, guitar is a badass. Yeah. Dude, she's a boss. She's a boss lady. Dude, yeah. that whole team is like they're the best of the best. Obviously, Aang, like, I mean, he's the only one, so he's no competition. But, but he's, he's obviously really good at airbending. And then, Guitar is for sure the best waterbender. Like when even when she's when she's young. Yeah, they should I, put up a fight against the yeah. water master. Dude. Not only that too. Like, let's just talk about the first episode when it comes to Guitar. You can clearly determine from the first episode how powerful she's going to develop to be just about how upset she got and she broke an entire iceberg that woke ang up yeah think about that this guy that was submerged in ice under the water for a hundred years homegirl got mad because her <laughs> brother was being sexist shattered the iceberg and here comes the fucking avatar out that's of feminism iceberg. yeah <laughs> literally in a, in a nutshell, huh? that's feminism. women empowerment yeah, hell yeah yeah and he's like guitar stop and she's like wow yeah, that's literally what it is. So yeah, and I she, feel like she met her man's. 
Exactly. And I feel like watching that episode now as an adult, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can totally see how this is like a great foreshadow moment of what she's going to become. That's beautiful. No, like going back to watching and realizing that, like, I think I love I I think I've seen Avatar maybe like from start to finish. Like, that's probably the show I've seen that the most. Also, because it's easy to get through. The replay value is so fucking good in that show, man. One thing that I will say, though, because I have the DVDs. So whenever I watch it, I cannot watch it on Netflix because it has like the old tv yes, screen format so yes. you get that like black wide screen Dude, i fucking thing. hate that yeah oh it's my not god good. it's so annoying but when i plug it into my playstation it just plays like full screen and i, I fuck with that yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the that's blue why blue i have it like that on too yeah 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 fucking guitar badass her brother though Sokka. dude he had an arc like he did that was he a, did that was an arc right there man i feel like when it comes to him you don't really see i didn't see a lot of development i just thought he was going to be comedic relief like i thought that was just who yeah. who he was going to be the entire series but then i think it was what book three like maybe i think like 10 episodes before sozin's comment i forgot which one it was but when he uh runs into that swords master who works for yes. or is with a part of the white lotus I feel like once he got that really good, like, discipline, like, that fatherly type of discipline, he was like, okay, I can be more mature and do what I need to do. But if you think about it, that's really late in the series. Like, that's almost to the end. We're almost about to wrap up. It took you all this time to fucking mature, if that makes sense. No, no. no I mean, that was the whole process, though, because I think one of the biggest moments was probably the day of the Black Sun. When he was supposed to leave, he kind of just choked. Like when it comes, when it came to presenting, like the plan to the whole. Was that thing. before or after he worked with what was that guy's name? I want to say Cabo, but I feel like that's wrong. Cabo. But, but maybe something with the, with the, like Ka, yeah. Wait, who? The, the Swordmaster who oh, makes I, him I that sword that, out of meteorite. Is that, that before, before Black Sun? No, no, no. That was that happened after Black Sun. I have to fact check now. Yes, let's do that. All right, fact checked. It was good. So the episode is book three, Fire. The episode is called Sokka's Master with Pian Dao, who mm-hmm. is the, um, the swordsman. Swordsman, yeah, who is also like undercover White Lotus member, and that happens before Black Sun. So that's why I feel like that's more important because that's when it really shows. Like, look, you could be a leader. You could be cunning. You can be able to use your surroundings the way that benders use their surroundings to get them through things. But I do feel like a very big turning moment was also Black Sun because that was like his first big plan that failed, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, I think with him, I like I think the writing of this show is so good though because it's just slowly but surely he I feel he evolved into this leader. I mean, he's always mm-hmm. been a leader to him. Like the episode mm-hmm. where he left to the Swordsman, like that's when Ang, Katara, and Toph all noticed like how big of a like how big of a influence he has to the group, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was the point, too, you know, and they told him that, but, like, he needed something for himself, like, you know, to feel he proud needed of himself. He needed that's, to feel accomplished. That's true. You know, to, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I guess we could all say that the best character arc was probably Zuko. Would you guys agree? Or what do you, what do you guys think? Mm. I agree. I don't know. I wonder what I'm trying to. Yeah, Alfred's having a thinking face right now. I'm trying to guess what you're going to say because I'm like, really? Like, who has a better <laughs> you argument? Thought this Zuko? was going to be this unanimous. Quiet, huh? yeah. No, okay, Cricket's on this side. Right, who so, do you think? I feel Zuko has a great arc. He really does. But I really, really, really enjoy Azula breaking down. I really like that character arc of showing how, like, you can be this pristine character. You can just be top-notch, better than the firstborn. Everything that I do is gold. 
and how much pressure that has on a child. Because I think what in the show, she's what, 14, 13, yeah. 14. Yeah. She's little. Yeah. So it's like she has all this pressure. And on top of that, too, she's trying to capture the savior, quote unquote, savior of the world to impress her dad. For what to sit on a throne, dude? Now that at you, fourteen, now that you say that, I mean, it's kind of it kind of mirrors, like the potential of how bad it could have been for Aang because he was eleven with that much amount of pressure, but he was raised by these monks, you know, who taught him, like self discipline and love, which <laughs> fucking um, yeah, which is really, yeah, it's daddy issues, obviously, you know, like yeah, yeah, this fucker was not a was not a good dad, yeah. Sorry. I mean that that's an understatement. <laughs> like, Sorry, Ozai. He was not a good dad is an understatement, obviously. It's extremely. It's like, right. Shout out Mike. Oh, I can't even talk. Shout out Mark Hamill for that voice acting, but that character yeah. was not a great father. He was trash. Yep. But no, Z- Zuko did have a great arc with a build up where it's like, okay, turn a new leaf, like things are changing and stuff. But I feel like to be his mirror, his sister did like the exact opposite, which I feel like is just as powerful because I feel like not a lot of kids that age know how to express feeling or have a support group the way Zuko did to be able to express feelings. And Hey, even though you did some like pretty shady shit, you know, like, let me help you get through that, you know, because the second Ty Lee and may had the chance, they were like, bye, you Mm -hmm. know, like if you think about it, they were just like, I don't even want to deal with you. You're fucking crazy. You know? So I feel like watching that is also very compelling. So I would say, yeah, Zuko has a good arc, but so does Azula. So I feel like they're kind of equal, in my opinion. Okay. I, I, I mean, think they're kind of equal. They are. They're extremely fucking, like, they're top-tier characters, dude. That Agni Kai at the end was, like, one of the Beautiful. best moments in the entire show. Beautiful. You know? The music, the, yeah. the visuals, the like, the the um the weight of that of like of the mm-hmm. consequences of the who mm-hmm. would win you know like oh dude everything was that's top tier yeah that's top tier writing that's top tier television right there you know mm-hmm. yes that battle is oh my god i agree i loved like how the battle the music was like sad you know like it was like sadness like i mean yeah it's a tragedy it's, you know? it's, it's a, like, yeah it's tragic yeah tragic that's that was what i was looking for fuck man that's so good i would really love to see i know we probably won't get it but one thing that I would really love to see is like an actual like live action where it's not a kid show to where we can see that where like he actually gets struck by lightning. She gets hit by fire. You know, like I feel like shit like that would be crazy to see that moment where they're like frozen in ice. Her and Katara are frozen in ice and she's like maneuvering the chain and shit like to Dude, see I that they, they in that live now. action would be yeah. so suspenseful. I'd be holding my breath, too. Hell like, yeah. I'd be right there like, oh my God. <laughs> Even though I know exactly what's going to happen, I'd be like, dude, hurry. You know, like something's going to happen. So, yeah. so do you feel that if like, so would you prefer a live action that's kind of like mirroring this? Like you wouldn't like want to see a different interpretation of it live action? Oh, I would be down to see Azula die. Like I understand that for like a kid Ooh, show, yeah. for a kid show, a lot of characters obviously had to survive. Like, come on, let's be real. Like. Fire Lord Orzai, Phoenix King, he should have died. Oh, let me take your bending away. No, like, I feel if this was a real live action, in that moment, Aang could have killed that man. Yeah. He probably wouldn't have, but he could have killed I that mean, man. I mean, that would have been like a Man of Steel moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. when like, Superman killed uh, that one guy. I forgot his name. Shit. No, Zod, but I, General Zod. But I think it's mm-hmm. just like um, with Aang, I mean, that's that's just like a testament of who he is you know yeah well yeah. he's an aeronaut dude like you know they, they see no but no but no, that didn't but it's, stop yang chen that's what i was saying <laughs> girl hold on yeah that's what i'm saying because like this thing isn't isn't um 
It isn't about it, it, it's Aang himself. Like Aang is a person because exactly when he was like talking to <laughs> to everyone, and then you know he's like talking to Kyo. Like, I love when he talks to Kyoshi, and she's like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" Like, of course, like off him. Like, oh, yeah. didn't didn't you did, like? Didn't he technically like just stand there and like let himself like drown or whatever the fuck? And she's like, "What's the difference?" She's like, "I still broke the earth. Yeah, like, I'm like, the reason why it broke." Like, so bitch, I want like I wanted him dead. Like that yeah, was my intention. Yeah. Like, she call it what you want, but like mm-hmm. it's fucking i murdered him because i needed to mm-hmm. you know because he was a fucking piece of shit he was ruining everything so right like yeah but um yeah and then even even the the, the, she, the what did what she say like she basically said like justice is peace yeah like, yeah yeah in any form mm-hmm. and it's crazy too oh, i lost my train of thought let me see it'll come back oh so basically i think it's it kind of segues back into like the first episode sorry my, i lost my train of thought again it, like, it went we, away. segued back to the first episode. Yeah, but it had to do with Kyoshi, and now it went away, and it had a tie-in. Because I was trying to take the conversation that we currently have and revert it back to the first episode, what we were talking about. But it's, it's gone. I mean, there, let's just say there's countless bad bitches in the show. Yeah. You know, Kyoshi's one of them. Oh, I remember what I had to say. <laughs> okay, I was low-key kind of excited to okay, hear Okay, so. so I feel like the reason why Aang was so stubborn in that moment is because... He found out that he was the Avatar at 11. What's that's five years before they're supposed to know? Because they tell everybody, like every Avatar, when they're 16. Yeah. Or they were going to. Yeah. Cause no, because look at Korra. Like, she was literally like, she smashed through the wall. She's like, ah, fuck yeah. Like, I'm. But that, the, at that like, point, it was Avatar. a different time. But that was, that was like a different time where like the Avatar wasn't being protected or searched for. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if you think, but, and you look at, um, like a uh, avatar roku story or if you look back at if they touch on in the comics yang chen story mm-hmm. they tell them when they're teenagers so that they have oh, time okay. to prepare and master all of the elements by the time that they're an adult mm. so and i think too um i think even monkey Atso tells ang that we weren't supposed to tell you until you were 16 but we have a feeling that the fire nation is gonna like oh, start a war I, I so see. that's why we're telling you early so i feel like knowing what he knew and Aang was still fairly innocent, so I feel when he escaped and got trapped in the iceberg, he wasn't able to process it, process it, see the world for how dark the world could be, even though it's just as beautiful. He wasn't able to like view the world in a, um, like I guess, negative perspective. So I feel when he came out of the iceberg, all he knew was, is monks were this way. We have to do it like that. This is how we do it. Just that very stubborn child mindset that... Mm-hmm. Well, no, this is how I was taught. We can't do it the other way. There's no way. Like, I'm not going to break this rule because I'm still a kid. Yeah, I'm technically 111 now, but I'm still a kid. So I feel like that's why I feel if he didn't go into the iceberg and actually tried to, like, develop himself as a young avatar through the war during that 100 years, I feel like killing anybody would have been easy when he was an adult. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, but that makes perfect sense in why they did it then. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, because... If he didn't have that child mindset, things, like you said, would have gone differently. Like, and I think it maybe benefited them that it went the way they did. Like, you know, what if, like, he would have been violent from day one and then just, like, I don't know, like, some shit would have happened. Yeah. Or, or or even how, like, you know, how he was with within his friend group. Like, he was always, like, the peaceful one or the one, like, oh, like, yeah, re- uh, reven- like, like revenge is not the yeah, answer. It's like all that shit. Time, yeah. Like, even when Katara, like, and Zuko went on that field trip and, like, you know, to find the guy that killed uh, her mom. The Southern Raiders. The Southern Such Raiders. a great that's episode. That's a fucking great episode. Dude, that's one of my favorites. Dude, I could Dang. watch that shit all the fucking time. I will never forget the title of that episode. Yeah, the Ooh, Southern Raiders, good. dude. No, 
the best scene in that episode is when she like uh, when they smash in and they get the wrong guy first and he's like being stuck or he kept saying like no it's not me it's not me and she fucking like fucking goes crazy and like blood bends him and then yeah. Zuko like the fucking look in his face he's like what the fuck he's, he's like, like this bitch is crazy this bitch could yeah, do that what yeah <laughs> yeah like I'm a backup real yeah. quick and she was fucking pissed like, bro. I mean obviously like on her side yeah exactly that that yeah. was that kind of look and even when she fucking Stopped all the rain and shit. Like, that was cool. That was yeah, badass, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that episode. Yeah, segueing back to her <laughs> being able to <laughs> bloodbend. The Puppet Master episode with uh, Hama. Yes. That episode was crazy. I think it's cool because, again, that episode, to segue back, ties into the first episode, which we're still talking about. Um, like, about how she was, like, one of many benders in the Southern Water Tribe, and they slowly but surely got captured, and how the... Um, fire nation ship that ang and katara were playing in was the ship that she froze in that position so it's crazy to see that that thing has been there just all that time frozen and to see that they were like able to play with it and stuff and then segue to hear the conversation that she's like oh yeah you know like i froze that ship and all this other stuff it's like dang she went through hell yeah so i get it you know like woman scorned i understand you're gonna learn some fucking technique and make the people who put you through this pay i get that but i don't know I don't think bloodbending's for me. It's a little scary. Well, I mean, like, dude, that's what's crazy about this whole, like, magic system as well in the show is that it makes so much sense and, like, how, like, how layered it could be, you know? Because mm-hmm. obviously the four are earth, water, air, and fire. Mm-hmm. And then in between that, like, with bloodbending, that's a subbending of mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. What, for what, water, water is also, like, ice, you know? What else is there? Steam was another one. Steam. Yeah. yeah, steam was one. Vine bending. Vine bending. Yeah, that that was oh, in season two, swamp, right? The like swamp the swamp yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the swamp Vines. benders. Yeah, it's just like the southern. Yeah, the southern. <laughs> southern water benders. From Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck to pronounce it. Eating fucking platypus. The southerners bear. are coming for us. Huh? I'm like, <laughs> sorry if you're li- if you're listening, southerners. We love you, dude. Yeah. So vine bending. All right. So, and then with so. Let's move on to Earth then. What are the subbendings for Earth? It's lava. Lava bending, sand, sand, metal, metal, metal. glass, glass, yeah. glass. But there's only one person recorded to do it. It's uh, Avatar Kyoshi, and it's in the. I don't know if it's in the Rise of Kyoshi, the first book or the second book. I forgot. But yeah, she's able to like use her like manipulation of I believe fire and earth to create glass and like put up a wall or something i don't remember what happened in the story but i, I mean Kyo- i'm not surprised kyoshi's the one to learn that because wasn't she like 250 years old or yeah something like she that? her and yang chan i think are like the oldest recorded avatars i don't even remember how old avatar Wan was but that's legend of chorus so we don't have to talk about that right now no dude but i wish i wish firebending had more subbendings like lightning's badass don't get me wrong but it does. Well, it has healing. And well, it has, like, it has oh, heat yeah. healing. Oh, the water is healing. No, there's also like a fire type. There's yeah, a fire so again, but it kind of ties into the Legend of Korra. So. Yeah, that's like some karate kid shit. Like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, where he just like warms up his hands. Or, or like, do you remember when, like, when fucking, um, what's his face? The one, the Avatar Roku and how he got like betrayed by fucking Sozin? Uh, but before he got be- before he got betrayed, yeah, the heat transfer that yeah. he was doing, yeah, that's a I I would categorize categorize that as a yeah. sub because if you think about it, it's kind of like an air bending technique where you're extracting, and it kind of and it literally something. looks like air bending too, yeah. yeah. So 
that's so that's true. one and I, if you have to think about it too I think you could even put like combustion bending in a sub oh, bending no, of fire it bending. is it is it is because yeah. right, there's right, combustion right. man and then again Legend of Korra there's Plea oh yeah. I fucking so, love Plea god how god. she died dude oh my god how that unlocks it here wait anyway. you've seen it right Caesar? yes dude what the I know cause he's like I have nothing holding me yeah, back anymore. Like, like tie me to the, the ground, grounding me to earth. Yes, yeah. bro. I was like, beautiful. That was beautiful. beautiful. That was like badass and romantic at the yeah. same time. Like, holy Hell shit! Yeah. What, that little saying he would say was like my mantra for the longest time. I was just like, yeah, I'm just not gonna give a shit about anything. Dude, just that fly. is. Oh my god, he was yeah. so free yeah. that he could fly. What the fuck? Yeah, that shit was crazy. But yeah, combustion bending. Um, I think that's it for. I mean, for is fire. it potential they could do lava or no? Because so. aren't there sub bendings that two type of bendings could potentially do it? Not that so. we can think of right now. I, I don't, don't think, think so. or that exists. I mean, I don't think. Well, so. I mean, it's because lava, like it could be earth, but it can't well, be possible. It's mostly earth, though. And not only that, too. There's only two firebenders that I know of that have done it, and it's avatars. Yeah, that was Avatar Roku, and then there's a flashback scene where they're where Roku is explaining the Avatar state to Aang, and then there's another male Avatar that's from the Fire Nation who is yeah. bloodbending lobbies. Yeah. yeah, 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 I saw that. So I saw that. those are I, I said bloodbending. Wow, <laughs> bending lava. Uh, but those are the only two firebenders that I have seen do it. And they're avatars, so I don't know if that has to tie in yeah, you they're able to do all yeah. elements or not. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so then going on to air. Flying. Air, there's not a lot. There's you flight. Fly. Yeah. Speed is kind of one because yeah. you're able to like bend the air behind you to make you go faster. Yeah. Uh, astral projection is another one. Yes. That one's pretty bad. That's that bomb as fuck. That's one's fucking like yeah. Geno- uh, again, again, Genoa. Again, we can't talk about Korra, but technically you can talk about Aang because Aang technically astral projected into the spiritual world and was there for a while. Because remember, uh, I forgot the name of the episode. But it was the episode? Oh, sorry. It was the episode where. Um, Season one, where they go into that village and like that panda spirit, or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 going up and getting everybody, and he got stuck in the spirit world. Like, technically, that's yeah, well, that qualifies, yeah, astral projection? yeah, because he returned, like, he didn't die, like, that was, yeah, like, the afterlife okay, or anything. cool, 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 yeah, You're right. But Janora obviously was a master of that, but that's another conversation. She's a beast, that's, yeah. that's another episode, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the dude. I like fangirl over her so much, fangirl over her so much, like, yeah, she's a. People are gonna get mad. People, better version of like kind of a better version of Aang. I don't know. Not a yeah, better. Yeah, well, I mean not that's a better, his granddaughter. Yeah, so it's like it's not wrong. Like a more advanced version of Aang, yeah. which makes sense. Like yeah. something that Aang would want. He probably would have been that if he would have not been frozen. Oh, probably. Oh. And like still taught by all the monks, you know. Yeah, that's a very good, very good. And she literally looks like fucking Aang when she like when they shave her head. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was like, that is, that's my boy all over again. Literally. Yeah. yeah. That's my boy all over again. What's right. the other one that would do Earth? Earth, yeah. We forgot one. We forgot about seismic sense. <gasps> that's Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Because we talked oh, about yeah, like we metal, did metal. And all that stuff. Dude, Earth has the most sub bending, huh? Yeah. Because yeah, it's the only element that has like the most substance that could be manipulated and changed multiple true. ways. That is true. Yeah, because fire, you can't really manipulate. To, and water yeah, is just like, ways, you know? yeah. So I think air and Earth are probably the most OPs on to be honest, yeah. Because I feel like if you think about it, to some degree, airbenders should be able to manipulate your blood because there's oxygen and air that like flows through your blood, right? Or is that too scientific? Is that too too spot on right there? If you because think about it's not it, literal air. You yeah, know, so it's, it's like... not literal. It's, yeah, it's oxygen. Like it's the molecule. But at the end of the day, like 
that's a component of air. So wouldn't you be able to like at least make like a blood cell pop or or something? Well, I mean, yeah. technically, like I could the way that again, Legend of Korra spoiler. How's <laughs> the here like? Let's turn this into Legend kills, of Korra. We could just, episode, no, just, just like, have it be <laughs> like the Avatar series. No, just kidding. But um, you know, just how you're, he was able to just take the air right out of the queen's lungs. Like mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Should be able to manipulate your blood somehow. But that's I don't true. know. That's just my own opinion. And you can't right. ever like quote they unquote like run out of air. Like yeah. the rest of them, you can kind of like. Oh, actually, not fire. But no, well, actually, yeah, no fire. If you put them in the cold place. Water if you keep them away, and then earth if you keep them away. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that too, I just, it goes back to Legend of the Chorus. So I don't know if I could like talk about it. Yeah, I mean, um, we can. This is an episode on, on the series. Because what I was going to say is like, I don't know if it's considered like a subcategory of bending, but you know how like uh, they can feel the air around them move. Uh-huh. So th- would that be considered just like a form of seismic sense, but with air? Because you know how, like, Tenzin did it multiple times. Aang has done it before. Yeah, is, like, is the that sixth sense like, type is, of thing? Yeah, is that just, like, an ability, like, a spidey sense? Or would you consider that, like, Ooh. some subcategory of bending? Because I don't think you're using your bending ability when you're doing it. It's just... you. Just is it more it. of, a, like, could it be something connected to, like, the spirituality that they're into? Like, they're more connected to their surroundings, you know? Well, not only that, too, is you have to think is that their element is constantly surrounded by them. So they're always... That is like true. you have to think the most dangerous bender out there is an airbender, and they choose to be the most docile. Like, have you thought about that? Yeah, like, I actually thought about like, that. They can literally suck the air out of your lungs if they want it, and they're just like, "Nah, I'm, I'm chilling." Yeah, peace. I'm be chilling peace, over bro. Here. Yeah, if you want a fucking banana pie, I'll make you one. <laughs> but that's it, you know. So I feel like people don't think about that, and I feel like. I, I get how that was that could have been the whole like back fuel or whatever to like purging them first. Oh, they're docile. They're not going to do anything, blah, blah, blah. But if you go back to the temple where Gyatso is dead, there is a whole bunch of dead firebenders around him. And he's the only airbender in that bitch. And that's what I was going to say. Like, um, just just for the reason that right now you said that, like, oh, let's get rid of the first because they're docile. Maybe it was that and the actually the exact opposite as well. Like they the, could be the most they could fuck they us up. They were the up. biggest threat. Yeah. They so could let's... fuck us up, so let's fucking go. Because these yeah, fuckers are peaceful. Yeah. Or like like they want peace, which means that they're gonna go against whatever I'm trying to do because I'm trying to fuck some shit up. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. So they have like the good intentions and the physical strength and we're gonna fucking get slaughtered. So let's fucking get rid of yeah, these fuckers. Yeah. And they waited until the comet, which later yeah. became so Because like I know yeah. like the whole the whole reason behind it was like, okay, like Roku's dead, so the fire fire version of the Avatar is dead, so the next one is air. Yeah, it makes sense to go after them. But let's say Roku was still alive. I feel like they could have gone with the invasion still. Do you get what I mean? Like while Aang was still a baby, why did it take so long? They knew that um, Roku was gonna die. So when they knew that that was gonna happen, why didn't they immediately start that war? I would have done it while Aang was still. Well, a they're child. waiting for the comet. No, I know that, but what I'm saying is that you I feel like they would have had the manpower to do so. They yeah. had they had the technology at the time. They had the arsenal to do so. Did they have the giant balloons at that time? I don't know because that came from the the what's his name, the inventor, the tinker. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. Because they went to like my the invention. Was it the Southern Temple or the Eastern Temple that I they think went it was to? Eastern. Eastern. Eastern Temple. Yeah, when they went to the Boiling Rock and then that's where 
but when the when they first in, right? when they first encountered the tinkerer or whatever his name yeah, is yeah i think it was an eastern yeah and he, Aang was all mad because everything was covered in like gadgets and contraptions and shit yeah like it was oh. just taken over and adapted yeah, yeah 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 that was crazy crazy time he was all pissed <laughs> Damn. Yeah, because he saw it as disrespect, you know, but also they didn't see it that way because it was like they were refugees and there was a new place. I like, I mean, um, Tony, you mentioned this before we were recording, but like the the, the themes, the adult themes of the show are, mm-hmm. is pretty incredible, dude. Like how they go and tackle so many different things like, you know, refugees, imperialism, internment. You yeah, know? one that I was talking to Caesar earlier about was actually like, obviously it's a big, it's a huge one, duh, like death. Uh, a lot of obviously like a lot of adult entertainment like content whatever media like death is so present that like we're like desensitized and like you know all that stuff mm-hmm. but on the opposite end of the spectrum like, like children's shows never touch on death or rarely touch on death right. or if they do they like sweep it under the rug you know um, it's like, oh my my mom is gone yeah mm-hmm. and like that's it exactly right. like they're super subtle like I was telling him I actually read an interview once and Nickelodeon told the creators that they could only use the words uh kill and death once every episode so like um that was like really? their that was like their limit or whatever yeah that. um but yeah they were saying like yeah that's what we like we wanted to touch on that like in duh like you know they touch on genocide and obviously like the main struggle of season three which is like you know ang deciding whether he needs to kill this fucker or not and it's like you know it's and then also like notice how subtle they were about like and they even made fun of it in the play like how subtle they were about um this fucker's death. What's his name? Jed's death. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember they're like, and then like in the play, like when they're when they're recapping that scene, they're like, "Did Jed just die?" Then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love that episode, man. Oh yeah, the Ember Island players. Yeah, oh, my God. it's like because they literally recap the entire show right, right before the finale. It's like yeah. in case I- you forgot, this is what happened. Yes, literally. And it, was, and it was a perfect like also like moment to add a little lightness to the mm-hmm. tone before it was because it was heavy before. Yeah. And it's gonna be fucking wild after, you know? Exactly. So it was such a it good It was the perfect like 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 filler slash like comic relief can yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, it was recap. perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. It recapped it, you know, like you said, it brought down it like lined up the mood a little bit, like yeah. with Katara being dramatic as fuck. Oh my that gosh. was my favorite. My favorite part is the character that was playing Aang every time she would do something, she was like Avatar State. Yip, yip, yip. Was Top like a big person? Like, yeah, yeah. And and like then every, and everyone's all capping on her like, yeah, you bitch, this is what you get. And, then and she's she was like, like, I love it. She's like, I fucking love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. She's like, I can't see who it is, but it's probably amazing. <laughs> That's funny. I heard a little backstory about that, that originally Toph was supposed to be a boy. So it was originally supposed to be a boy character, but they found that it would be a little bit more empowering to have it be a girl. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's fucking the blind bandit. She's the best Dude, she's earthbender ba- at the time. Again, mentioning like what we were mentioning earlier about Katara being the best waterbender at the time. Yeah. Tough, absolutely. OP. Without absolutely. Question, without she question. invented a fucking bending subcategory. Yeah. Like, she was like, my blind ass is going to find all these little rock minerals in this fucking metal, and I'm going to bend it. Not just that, but also the seismic, like the f- seismic bending dude. No, like I'm, I'm pretty sure no other bender was able to do that. Not even Boomy. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, okay, okay, okay. No, I'm a little, <laughs> that's, that's going a little far. I was I'm like, bad, oh, wait. Bad, bad. Well, if you think well, about she it, learned it by I moles. Feel, yeah, she learned it from the giant like uh, blind mole rats or whatever they were called. Yeah. Were they just mole rats or were they mixed with something? 
Badger moles. Badger moles. Badger moles. I was like, they were not just. I was like, just... mole rats? I was thinking yeah. impossible. I was thinking impossible too, yeah. Yeah. I was like, naked? <laughs> yeah, naked mole rats. What was. The... Anyway, Rufus. Anyway. Yeah, Rufus. But I feel like there could have been chances in the world where other. Um, how do you say other benders may have encountered these badger moles and may have gotten that is true the technique from them or not just that like it's kind of it's i don't think it's maybe too hard to discover well not only that too i in one of the comics um when they kind of touch on how um toff is creating the metal bending academy and how she turns it into the police force and and whatever so basically before like legend of Korra, there's a yeah there's a book that's before legend of Korra, and it's talking about that and she taught seismic sense to like her most gifted um i was gonna say barista as well <laughs> to her most gifted benders and i could see that because i could see learning that as a resource because not oh, only that too course. yeah because not only that too she taught it to her kids yeah her kids know how to do it so i mean it it was learned but i mean at the end of the day if she wanted to gatekeep it i'm pretty sure her family would have been the only line to know it yeah which would have been cool i mean wasn't that technically lightning before as well yeah yeah it was lightning was for the elite yeah yeah Yeah, so i'm pretty sure so maybe seismic was learned through the elite but she learned it like through like then who knows original i feel like they never yeah because they never touch on it anywhere no no yeah yeah no exactly but someone like king boomy probably also you're right he probably does know about he probably has learned about it but that's just because i mean he could bend with just his chin so like yeah i feel like he might be able to do it no for sure boomy's another one like boomy's right under top yeah 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 Yeah. and he's even he's op dude he was fucking shit up against firebenders in 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 the day of sosin's comment dude he took he took he took over a whole city by himself yeah Yeah, dude bossing by himself by himself that was great yes he is a fucking badass dude like i mean every every member of the white lotus is fucking better like i like uncle iroh when he like when he just was breathing and creating that giant fire like circle surrounding them it was getting bigger and bigger then he destroys the wall He's like, I know, but then, like, the irony of how, like, his whole life he was trying to, like, break through break the wall. Walls. To, yeah, now he's, like, there mm-hmm. to save him rather than mm-hmm. to, like... And not only him. that, like, he had a literal vision and he's like, now I see it. Like, I wasn't conquering. I was taking it back. Yeah. Dude, that... Oh, my Uncle God. Iroh is... Iroh? Oh, can we God. fucking talk about yes, Iroh, dude? Yes, we can. Iroh is, is like... Dude, I want to fucking cry. We That's can't like, cry. I'm so down. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> Don't no, start with that, you. Yeah, Stop. No. <laughs> That's too much for my heart at this moment. That is too much, but... um, No, Great Iroh character. is just an amazing... Just... Oh, my God. Just um, so well written. Like, he's just like this... This as as much as pure as he is and as good as he is, like you it all you, you realize that like nothing's black and white. Like you know, um, uh, people like to like think like, oh yeah, someone's either good or bad. Like look at his fucking past, and he was like, mm-hmm. he was about he was to be fire lord. Yeah, he was he was a, he was like a like a seasoned one, you know, yeah, like a, like yeah. a celebrated one. Like like he was no he was the fucking dragon of the west, you know, like dude, just amazing and just like how he like he's like he was able to touch on the spiritual side and like he learned a lot of things like he learned from his mistakes like you know mm-hmm. he just like mm-hmm. grew from all that and and i think you know maybe it all started with his like son's death yeah like yeah. you know because that's when probably everything started like he realized that he like he lost his like world so he like 
yeah. was trying to find it again, you know, and it's just like... And he would have conquered Ba Sing Se if his son didn't die. Because he was like, oh, I'm leaving. My son's dead. I'm leaving. Like, I don't want to worry about any of this at all. He has a really good arc. And I feel like that little tribute that they do at the end... Oh, my God. That tribute is so beautiful. And I one thing that I think is really nice, and it shows a lot about Iroh, is that he was able to, like, find peace and be very spiritual and, like, able to see spirits, like, outside of the spirit yeah, world. Like he, he got saw, into it after. Yeah, like, I forgot the name. Is his name Fang, the dragon, Roku's dragon's name is Fang, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. How him and Aang were flying by when they had captured Iroh and he was able to see them. It was like, oh, what the fuck? And everybody yeah. was like, what are you looking at? So I think that's really, really nice, too. And him being able to, again, like, not die but go to the spirit world is, like, very beautiful. And I feel like that character deserved it a lot he was a great character i feel like him being the mentor that he was to zuko helped a lot they fought and in those scenes i know they were already in bossing say when they had the tea shop mm-hmm. and everything like that and they really started to argue with each other i was like damn i was really rooting for you guys like you guys were like on a really good path i thought this was going to be some like oh father i never had type shit now you guys are fighting and that's why yeah. the both like both like both iro and zuko's arcs are so uh special because like the reality is that progress isn't linear. So, like, you know, and obviously Zuko is a perfect example of that. Like, so is Iroh, though. You know, he fucks up. He da, 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 da. But, like, Zuko, especially, like, literally that season two finale, he, he literally had the chance to, like, fix everything finally and, like, start on a good path. And he fucked his uncle over and mm. everyone else, too. Yeah. And his uncle was fucking disappointed, you know. Oh, like, dude. And then mm. his forgiveness at the end oh. made me cry, man. He's like, he's like, I was never mad at you. I just... Uh, I was, was afraid you lost your way. way. Yeah. Oh my god! He's just right there, like a f- in the fetal position, crying on my couch. It's literally fucking ugly crying, right? Though, like. And then him getting all ripped in jail. Yeah, I was like, father. I was like, yes, I you give it. him that extra bowl of rice. Yeah, hey, the note, like, don't come here tomorrow. Like, oh shit. What was her name? Uh, I want to say Maylee. I do not know the name. It started with an M. But it was like the only guard that treated him really nice. And he was like, oh, you don't look well. You should go home and rest. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm fine. And he was like, no, you don't look good. Go home. And she was (laughs) like, oh, oh, shit, the fuck out of here. Because I'm about to fuck this shit up. Yeah, dude. (laughs) He really did. I wish we saw it, though. It was just left to our imagination. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's better though. That is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I like. I also love the episode where Aang and Zuko go to the Fire Temple, and then he, he they found out that Iroh like was protecting them. The dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when they go to the Sun Warriors. Yeah, the Sun Warriors. Yeah, and that, that whole was pretty that cool. whole like episode of like them doing the the dancing dragon. That was cool. Like the fact that like in the show, even in the show, they were able to acknowledge like the importance of like indigenous cultures and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. or even they showed it as well. Like. There was kind of, like, some colonial colonialism that happened there, too, obviously, you know? And then, like, these people were safekeeping their secrets, so, like, they're keeping their secrets so they won't, like, you know... Um, Be tarnished. Yeah, just like the airbenders and stuff. Just but, have culture. But that was pretty dope, though. That was, like... All right. Yeah, like, the world-building of the show is also really good. Those showing, like, it was really interesting how each each bending had their had their own nation you know mm-hmm. like their own like culture and also i mean when it comes to like the fighting styles they're all different martial arts styles as well you know mm-hmm. and like the martial arts style also kind of connected to the ideology and personality of those people you know also the personalities like earth i mean is it like is, aren't the personalities of the elements kind of 
related to like astrology as well like your air sign your fire sign your water and earth kind of yeah kind of you know yeah like earth being stubborn yeah yeah, yeah, like, just like that, you know, how tough you know, being Earth from Earth Banner, she's really stubborn. She's a little brat, but we love her. Exactly. We love her. Mm-hmm. But no, that's true. Do you feel like you connect to an element yourself? Oh, for sure. I'm 100% fire. Oh, you heard that? 100%. 100%. Day since day one? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I like, yeah, I, if, if I... <laughs> Well, somehow not giving fire venting, I'd be disappointed. He, he I'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he wakes up in the morning and he's like, good morning, fire bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. What about you, Alfred? Oh, I, I totally relate to air. Yeah, of air? course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I used to be earth bending when I was younger. Now, I feel like I'm, I love air bending. Really? Yeah. What made you feel like you connect with it different? Because... When I was younger, I just thought it was badass, like the earth bending, you know? Like, I just saw it as very strong. You're just throwing rocks. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and, and I didn't really connect to it until I was older. I was like, oh, damn, I feel more connected to, like, the way airbenders are, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I was never a fighter. Personally, I would always low-key, like, avoid fights and shit like mm-hmm. that, too. I'll talk my way out of it, you know? So, yeah. I mean, like, I, f- I just feel like I feel more connected to, like, the ideology of air. That's of the airbenders. That's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. I think one thing that's pretty cool is also is how Iroh broke them down. It was yes. like, oh, um, like air is the sign of freedom, water is the sign of change, earth is substance, and then I forgot what fire was. Do you remember what it was? Um, I think willpower or power. Yeah, but it is power. It's fire bending is the element of power. Fact checked. Yeah, dude, I like I. It's so cool. Fact check number how- two. Yeah, hey, we gotta make sure we're credible here, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. But, um, I yeah, like it's so interesting seeing how Iro like was able to kind of mix the elements because isn't that how he learned how to um deflect uh, fire, deflect lightning? Yeah, Does, no, yeah, By deflect lightning. Water benders, yes, yeah. you know, yeah, like the the flow of energy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's another thing. Again, like obviously, I think as different as the bending styles could be. Or the elements themselves, like obviously, like they're all interwoven, you know, and they're yeah. all connected. Like that's the whole point of it, you get me? And like they all, they all make this earth, this world, or whatever. And I think Iro, the one thing he did well was um, he allowed himself, he opened, his, he opened himself up to the cultures of the rest of the world. So I think that's when he benefited, like from something like waterbending, where he learned how to redirect lightning, or um, just in general. I feel like he was just very, you know, he loved to be in the Earth Kingdom and. He loved the people of the Earth Kingdom. He appreciated, like, different cultures, learned from that. He was, like, a very worldly person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. He liked strangers. Like, when he met Toph, he didn't, they didn't know each other, and they were just, like, she was Adding lost. Up, yeah. Toph. Dude, I love that, that, like, that Toph could, like, sense a vibe, you know? She kind of has, like, a sixth sense in a way where she's, like, It's oh, a yeah. seismic. It's, it's, it's a frequency, yeah, bro. Yeah, she even you was know? just, like, when he showed up at the doorstep, was like, oh, it checks out. He's cool. Like, yeah. he's with me. And everybody's like, what? Yeah. And nah, he's with me. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's or even when she can, like. Uh, when Toph could also tell that people are lying and shit, that's dope. Except for, like, yeah. obviously Except that Azula. For, yeah. She's like, I'm a fucking seven-foot platypus bear with some wish of wishes. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Jet. How that time, you know, like, when uh, they were already in Bossing Say and mm-hmm. the Dai Li and then were fighting mm-hmm. Jet. And mm-hmm. they, like, did that devastating blow where, like, he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And he was telling everybody, oh, I'm fine. Like, it'll be good. Da, 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 da. Oh, and yeah. And then as they're walking away, Toph is just like, he's lying. Oh yeah, that was I was like, 
dang, that's such a subtle way to be like, to like acknowledge death. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what I mean? And I get now that you say the whole thing about the episode, they can only say kill or die like mm-hmm. once per episode. That totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That shit is wild. He's gone. I mean. And I really thought, I was like, dang, they really turned a new leaf for his character. You know, <laughs> like they really like did some cool shit. You know, like they, I, I feel when it comes to Jet and I, what did they call themselves? Like the outsiders or what, what did they call themselves? The freedom. Freedom, not freedom fighters. That's. The Freedom Riders. Not Shut the fuck, <laughs> Shut up. The fuck up. Hey, pause it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> from, from Long Beach, California. Long Beach. Hold on. Um, what's his name again? Jet. Jet. Yeah, the Freedom Fighters. Yeah, the Freedom Fighters. <laughs> the freedom fighters right. yeah. Not the Freedom Fighters. Back chapter number three. Right? And I'm just yeah. like getting here quiz and I'm passing every time. I'm like, dang, I just need to trust myself. I helped trust you though. Instincts, you did man. not help me. Girl, I said Freedom. You said Freedom Riders. No, 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 no. no. I, said, <laughs> I said Freedom and then you're like, oh, Freedom Fighters. And you're like, oh, no. And then I was like, oh, Freedom Riders. Okay, you get half a point. From Long Beach, California. Okay, you get half a point. We'll split it. Half a point. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. So, the story also something I liked about it behind the scenes is that the animators learned these martial art techniques so they can animate it better in the show. Yeah. Like, dude, I love small details about that as well. Like, it's like like they put so much care into the show, dude. Like. Yeah, and one time I saw an interview that mentioned that, like, oh, dude, like it was actually a challenge for our animators to animate these bending styles like these fighting styles but they fucking they did it. Do it i think what they did they had a like a martial art master come in i don't know if uh if they showed it on tv but on the dvd box that i have mm-hmm. they have like extras and they have a guy talking about every single art style that they used and each move that he used and he would stand there and do like the beginning pose of oh the beginning pose of the move he would slowly go through the motion and then do the ending pose so that they can catch both and then they would kind of like fill in the extra how whatever speed they needed at. Because if you think about it, water bending is based off of Tai Chi, and Tai Chi is really really slow. Yeah. But obviously these water benders aren't going through slow motions. It's yeah. sped up to make the art style more combative. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really cool. I know I don't know the official name for the air bending one. I think it's like Baogua, but uh-huh. they call it circle walking. So that's how I always remembered it. It's called circle walking. How they're always moving in like a motion like this. Uh, Shaolin is fire, and then I don't remember what Earth was, but I believe in the in the box set that I have, they showed everything, and they basically is the martial artist talking about like, oh, this is very ferocious. That's why we chose it for fire. Yeah, like it's, it's more quick aggressive. Jab, yeah. yeah, exactly. Hungar. There you go. That one for Earthbending. Hungar. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, that's it. Was pretty cool. I think it's on the DVD. I think you can watch them on YouTube also. Yeah, I think so. And it's basically him talking about each art form and like the poses that he went through and like how many different techniques he did just so that they could get all of the bending styles. Yeah, that's dude. So how like each like mm-hmm. yeah, and it's so interesting seeing each element fight against each other. You know, like air fight against fire, fire against water, earth against fire. You know, like yeah. Dude, it was, it was really cool. Like, is there any, like, elements you like to see face off? Mm. Or, like, what's your favorite? Like, like, like the most prettiest? I personally would want to see a lava bender and a metal bender fight each other. Oh, shit. Because if you think about it, you're throwing metal at hot lava, so that's going to melt. So does that mean, like, the lava bender just gets more lava accumulated to their bending do you get what i mean like does it just clump together is the metal that you're using going to be able to withstand the heat that's being thrown at you 
Because if you think about it, the only metal that they can't bend is platinum because it's too pure. Like, so obviously everything else is going to be like, I guess, quote unquote, tainted to some degree. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I feel that would be an interesting fight. That'd be kind of crazy to watch. Because if you think about it, even if the metal bender tries to protect themselves, that metal's going to get fucking hot. That's what I was going to say, dude. Lavani is so crazy. Like, imagine, obviously they're not going to fucking show this in the cartoon, but like, imagine getting like lava to the face. You're fucking dead. You're going to die. Like, you're obviously dead. Like, yeah. Even if you get, like, a splash on your arm, like, bro, that, I you know how hot it is? I can throw a fucking drop on you and you're going to burn. Not, like, catastrophic, but you're going to be in pain. Yeah. So, so that's, that's like, bad. all you got to do is just, like. Would we call that OP? A wave of lava? OP? Yeah. Okay. A wave of lava? Imagine, like, a wave of lava just going over you. You're, you're dead, obviously. I feel like before the lava even crashed on you, the heat would just burn all of your hair. Yeah. And you everything. Dead, yeah. That shit is OP, It's a dude. really bad way to die, is lava. Stay away from vol- volcanoes, kids. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Don't do it. Don't do it. People have died that way, right? Yeah. I'm sure. A lot of scientists. Have you seen how they collect lava samples? No. They go up in, like, their little, like, gear, their silver, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, protective coolant suit or whatever. And lava that's coming down the mountainside as it's starting to get, like, that metallic hardened color. Mm-hmm. They have a big water bucket, and they just start picking it while it's hot, and they just toss it oh, in the yeah. bucket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's one time where they like grabbed it, picked it, and it hit the toe of the the suit instead of the, the lava bucket, and like they lost their big toe. Isn't that awful? That is awful. Now imagine Ooh. that, but it's like a big sludge mound, like a sludge pile of lava is getting thrown at you, like right in the chest. You're dead. That is OP. <laughs> yeah. Unless Blood there's like something about their anatomy that we don't know about. That's another. That's 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 another thing I always wondered because he, there has to be. Because if you be... think about it, Zuko got fucking owned by his father with that scar. Yeah. You shouldn't be. You should be blind. And it's a scar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should be blind. Yeah. You shouldn't have an ear at all. You that's know. That's true. So it's kind of like, is there something about the anatomy that we don't know about? Like, for example, to reference something different, Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, Harry Potter also. Harry, Harry Potter is a good one. Wizards where have different anatomy. They even say that wizards were built different and we can get hit by spells and shit like that. Yeah. And it's not going to affect us because we're built different than you. Same thing in Pokemon. Like, these Pokemon can get fucking molten lava thrown at them because their anatomy is different yeah, and shit like true. that. So maybe their anatomy is different in Avatar. Yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Dude, another thing I love about Avatar are the animals. Like, Appa. Dude, get the fuck out of my head, because I was literally about to say that right now. I was going to be like, what's your favorite animal? Yeah, Momo. Mine is just Bosco. Bosco? <laughs> the, Bosco. the only normal the one? The only normal animal in all of, <laughs> all of anime is just Bosco the bear. Bosco the bear. Yeah, he Stupid was the Earth bear. King's pet, right? Yeah. In season two. And he's just like, where's Bosco? <laughs> fucking guy, dude. Dude, Appa's Lost Days, though. The episode episode. Dude, how they put Appa as a main character and made everyone cry. Dude, that shows, like, Bond right there. That's really cool. Yeah. You know what else, too? Because I just feel like the whole show is just talking about, like, what children have to go through. Like, I, I genuinely feel like that's what the show is about, is, like, kind of giving children a voice of, of things that they have to go through that maybe they can't really speak about. You know, like, feeling bullied at school because they're blind or feeling oppressed because, like, their skin is darker and shit like that. And, like, for example, I feel like when it comes to Appa's Lost Days, I don't know about you, but I've lost an animal, and I've been devastated over that. You get what I mean? So it kind of makes sense that Aang is still an 11-year-old boy who lost his fucking homie for life because they do that little flashback where it's like, oh, when 
when, when you're Apple's a, baby. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, pick wisely because your little your little bison buddy is a buddy for life. And then here comes fucking Appa, you know, it's cute as hell. So I can understand how he's distraught and is willing to go through any measure to find find his little little buddy right there. Yeah, so uh, yeah, like the fact that he even got pissed off that Toph wasn't able to like save him. It wasn't her fault. I know it wasn't. Yeah. And that's, and the, thing, course not that's that. the thing that was so hard, too. I was right there as a little kid yelling at the TV, like, fuck off, Aang. Like, first of all, this girl's blind, and the fucking library that you are in is sinking. The giant-ass building. Which, she kept which that she's giant all, building which, Exactly, which she's fucking saving you from, yeah. like, being stuck into the fucking sand. Like. It's like, would you rather be alive or you be dead and Appa be by himself? Literally. It, that's just going to be Appa's last days till he dies. Damn, you dude. Know? Dude, that, that episode was so depressing, man. Like, it was so hard to watch. It was a couple it episodes. Wasn't it like three episodes? No, it was just one. Appa's, Appa's last days was a couple episodes. Like, Appa's last days, same thing. One episode, but yeah, he was lost for a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah. Couple, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was, span, like, yeah, there was a, it was yeah. like a continuity of a couple episodes where they're still searching for him. Appa's yes. last days was yes. one episode. Yes. One thing, too, that I was very hopeful was is when he found the Kyoshi Warriors and ran into Suki and all of them. I was like, dang, okay, cool. Like, easy. They're going to keep them. Oh, but then fucking Azula comes in. There comes fucking Azula. Fuck, man. With uh, Ty Lee and and May. May. Dude, Ty Lee's a badass, dude. For her to be like a chi, like, for her to like. A chi blocker? Yeah, chi blocker, dude. That's insane how that's. Pressure points just pop, pop, pop. And she's fucking fast and agile and. She's fucking powerful, dude. Isn't she, like, she, isn't like she one of crush. seven twins or something like that? Yeah. That's She's like one she of joined, seven. That's why she joined like the circus because she wanted to be different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because all of her sisters are like actors, actresses or something. Some one shit. of her sisters played Aang in the Fire Island yes, Players. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they, the, so the writers came out and were like, yeah, that's fucking one of Tylee's sisters. Yeah, like she doesn't, people think like, oh, what is it that she comes from like this? She doesn't come from like a poor like background, like. She mm-hmm. just decided to like mm-hmm. again leave and be different and you know venture out, which worked out for her. But it's like fuck this. Yeah, yeah. I, get that. I never understood why she was like friends with them, but then I like she's just like a people pleaser, you know. So yeah, she always wanted to please Azula, and then May had her shit when that that scene I love too. Like that interaction between May and Tylee and Azula, but like when May's oh like, I'm boiling rock. Yeah, when yeah. Like, like, I love Zuko like, more than I'm scared of you. Yeah, like, no, you miscalculated, and then it's like, like, oh, damn. damn. Hell yeah. Have you guys heard that, um, have you guys heard that theory that they say that, um, Ty Lee's family comes from airbender descent? Mm. So there's this theory, if you go back and watch it, and it's true that people's, you can tell what nation people come from depending on their eye color and what it looks like. Yeah. All firebenders throughout the show, they have some form of like a yellow or a Hazel, red eye. Yeah. yeah. Hazel eye. And then airbenders, their eyes are always gray. Well, all of yeah. Tylee's fat, like sisters and stuff, all of their eyes are gray. And then uh, some Legend of Korra spoiler uh, Tenzin has four kids. Each one of them has an eye color to represent the four nations. So the gray one is air, blue is water, green brown is earth, and then yellowish orange is fire i didn't know that yeah yeah, wow. yeah. so there's a theory Which saying is yellowish orange the baby no Janora? actually yes yeah Janoras yeah, are gray gray and then the little ikis are brown ikis, yeah and then uh oh, and the other girls is green you're right and damn. then blue eyes is uh milo the little boy the one who fart bends 
<laughs> yeah. Dude, to fucking farm it. That is That's incredible, hilarious man. to me. But yeah, so that is the, the, to revert back, there's a theory saying that like her family comes from Airbender descent and that's why like she joined the circus to be nomadic and that's why she felt so free doing it because like it's part of her nature to like be moving around. Like and free flowing. And and yeah. And that's why she's able to fight in a combative way that's not fatal because like that's the background of the nomad. She's also like, very agile on. like an mm-hmm. airbender. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, imagine her being an airbender. Dude, that'll be over. For real. OP. Yeah. OP. OP. All airbenders are OP in my brain. Yeah. In my brain, yeah. But yeah, I mean, when it comes to the f- favorite animals, I'd have to say Appa. Like, I'd love to have a flying bison with me, you know? Like, I mean, just like, I don't got to pay for gas. True. You know? And Very it's a true. homie, like, he goes everywhere, you know? You need him. And well, technically, you pay for gas in, in, in hay. food. In, in food yeah. and caring and nurturing him, but it's not just gas though. It's it's a homie, you know. It's literally like yeah. it's a homie for life. I'm trying to think of of uh, what what animal I would want. I think I would want a uh, a sheer shoe. That's the one that has no eyes, but it has a really strong sense of smell, oh. and its tongue can paralyze you. I forgot the name of that bounty hunter, but Dude. she has one. Yes. The one that Uncle Iroh is like, has a little crush on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I forgot her name. He pretends to be stunned. Like, yeah. And he's like, oh. And he's right there, like, all cozy with her and shit. <laughs> so funny. She's like, I didn't see you get hit. <laughs> I, I love it. I, yeah, I keep saying I love that thing, but it's true. Like, that fucking, when they finally, when they get to her at the end, during the last four episodes to find Uncle Iroh and like she's at a bar and oh yeah and they're like I'm looking for somebody and he fucking mm-hmm. puts up the shoe yeah awful it smells all bad oh that was cute yeah and then it was the cre- shoe no like the fact that he kept oh. it <laughs> I yeah. was like the shoe and then also just um how the the animal couldn't find Aang when he was on the turtle oh yeah I forgot about that I yeah. forgot about that when he was on the lion turtle he on couldn't oh, yeah. dude the lion turtle's badass too yeah. like it's crazy how they're like the origins of airbending of all, all bending of all bending all, of bending. all, yeah. Bending. Yeah. all bending yeah and they're technically of the avatar because of energy this fucker fuck with them yeah I know yeah. dude oh my god I, that's what I love that's one of my favorite episodes from Legend of Korra like the origin of the avatar yeah the origin oh, of the avatar oh yeah Juan's story yeah mm-hmm. that was pretty cool Juan <laughs> I like that um, <laughs> wait really quick it. what's your favorite animal um i don't know i really like uh the polar dogs because i really Ooh, like dogs yeah i mean that's from Korra, right but um, i mean it's part of the yeah, avatar part of the universe world, yeah. yeah it's part of the but yeah that'd be pretty dope because again it's like it's an oppa and i know that flying is way better i'm sure but i don't know i like dogs <laughs> but i assume that you would be in like colder temperatures then right oh uh, yeah fuck that never mind <laughs> Yeah, actually, if you think about it, it's, it's yeah, literally it's the like, front part. It's like part. having a husky in downtown LA, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. It's not good for the pupper. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll have a pull. Don't... They had other versions of it, too. Didn't they have... Uh, I'm trying to think of animals. Let's... Turtle, duck. You could literally just throw two animals together, and it's probably an avatar animal. Yeah. Turtle, duck. Why could I only think of turtle ducks? <laughs> They uh, have turtle ducks, though. You just want to talk about Ursa, that's why. You just want to talk about Zuko's mom. <laughs> that did remind me of that, but... Yeah, it's okay if you want to talk about it. Talk about Zuko's mom. Yeah, no, so, but, like, with the lion turtle, do you guys feel like that was a cop-out for the finale, for him to, like, not kill... not kill Ozai? 
Oh, during Sozin's yeah, comment? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was that was the such bending. a fucking cop-out. But at the end of the day, too, I feel like it was good for them because it was a good way of them getting out of having to kill somebody. Because I feel like if they actually were to have killed Sozin, no. Yeah. No. Uh, Sozin, the, no. Sozin's the comment. Yeah. yeah. But during Our Sozin's comment, if they were to kill Ozai, Ozai I'm just going to say Mark Hamill. If they were to have killed Mark Hamill, I don't feel like they would have gotten a new season. Like, Korra wouldn't have happened. Do you get what I mean? Really? Yeah, just because I feel like it was still... I mean, think about the episode um, in Legend of Korra, like, to jump there, when Zaheer, like, basically suffocated the Earth Queen on TV. They were like, yeah, we're going to stop airing this. And if you guys really want to watch it, you could watch it online because it was still very much, like, graphic and a sensitive topic. So I feel like if they were to just, like, boom, right then and there, let's kill the Fire Lord, I feel like they wouldn't have gotten Korra. Or if they did, it would have been, like online or wouldn't have had like the backing of like a a studio with more money that's true i mean yeah. didn't nickelodeon just barely like this they didn't didn't they just create an avatar studios i don't think it had avatar studios i don't think it has any correlation to nickelodeon i think it has just i think it's just the creators oh. that do avatar studios i could be wrong i think it is just the creators yeah yeah but dude i mean like they should after that fucking do you bomb think, of the movie do you think they should do you think they'll redo sozin's comment like live action? Yeah. I mean, it. yeah, I, I, I would hope so. Like, because, I mean, Sozin's Comet appears every hundred years in the world. Yeah. So that's something that could always be recurring in, 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 if they decide to make a story. How like. old was Korra when she died? Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. But let's see. Okay. But, like, Aang was 11 when Sozin's Comet happened, right? 12. 12. So then, and he and lived he up to, like, 50-something. Like, 60-something. 60-something? Okay. So let's say it's 50 years. That means for sure Korra saw Sozin's comet because she would have been like 50. Oh, true. Yeah. It is 100 years, right? Sozin's yeah. comet is every 100 years. But yeah, it does happen every 100 years, Sozin's comet. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I would love to see that again, cause, you know, especially in live action, because we did not see that in the movie that came out. Also, we didn't even fucking see the how, how he... How Aang fucking like when he when he like um, like connected with the spirit of the moon and he turned into like that big old fish. Yeah, spirit. he just made, he just created yeah, a giant wave. Sorry, the ocean spirit. Yeah, and then in the fucking movie it was just a fucking wave, bro. Yeah, that movie, ladies and gentlemen, and thadies and gentlemen, was trash, dude. Like, oh my, that, that movie. I walked out of the movie when I went and. Paid my little eighteen, nineteen dollars at the time. It was cheaper back then to watch that film. I literally was like, "This is stupid." Like, I didn't even get to the part you're talking about—the siege of the Northern Temple. Yeah. Didn't even get there. I probably got maybe like twenty minutes in. Why was Katara and Sokka white? Literally, they're not white. They're indigenous people. Why? Why are they white characters Ong? right now? Ong. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to be culturally appropriate. Okay, but that's this is based off of fiction. This isn't based off of a certain culture. Like, why are why are we trying to be culturally accurate to fiction? Col- to be culturally accurate, you should be calling him Ang. Yeah, and the creators are like, oh, it's Ang. He's like, no, it's he's like, Ong. no, it's Ang Dude, because the, I'm I'm more woke. No, shut up. The audacity that he had to title it book one, oh. right? <laughs> the audacity like, to dang. expect that he was gonna get picked up again. Like, and I show him on if you if you if you're fucking hearing this right now. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah, doubt it. If you think about it, we haven't heard about him since that movie. No, he, he made like some shit. You know how he's always into like like Sundance films. 
No, like, you know how he made The Sixth Sense as, like, his, probably his most famous movie or whatever? Yeah, like, but that's, it. like, old. I know, I'm talking no, about but new he's, project. No, he's, he's the new stuff. Like what? Yeah. The, last, the last one was the one movie where, like, they're in a beach, right? Life of Pi? No, no. Oh, <laughs> no, that stupid-ass movie where they're at the beach. Old. Yeah. Old. It's called Old. It's, yeah. like, where, like, they're on this beach where time goes, like, ten times faster. Or, no, a crazy amount faster. And, like, obviously they die because... Time is going to spoil it earlier, but like, yeah, they all fucking. I'm probably yeah. never going to watch this. No, thing. and it's horrible. Don't watch it. It's horrible. If you walk out of Avatar, you walk out of this one as well. Oh, so he just has a reoccurring theme of making shit movies lately. Especially, yeah, like <laughs> that movie and after, but even, yeah, it's not, they're not, they're not good. They're not good. Have you seen the cast for the live action of uh, <gasps> Avatar? Is it out already? Like, Some of it, right? Yeah, for Aang, they have Katara, Aang, Sokka, Iroh, right? Iroh, I believe they also have uh, Ozai. Shut up. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, look it up right now. Look it up right now. They have that. It's pretty the, cool. I'm, I'm, I don't know how I feel about the I'm glad action. that the characters are actually like race accurate, if that yeah. makes sense. Because another thing, too, that the show touches on is like race. So I feel like in order for it to be like, I don't know, just to like honor the actual culture, quote unquote culture, like you should at least have them look like the characters. Yeah. Oh, shit. Aang does look like Aang. Yeah, see, just picture that little fucking bald kid with a blue arrow on his head. Oh, he looks that's like Sokka. Sokka. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, Zuko, that's dope. Yeah. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, like, so far, so far, it looks good, you know? And to be honest, they have the potential Ooh, to, like, like to make to make the live action look really good. I mean, Ooh. for example, look at Shang-Chi. Oh, Shang-Chi. You know, like... Simu? Ha- oh, my God. Is that how you say his name? Or is it Simu? Yeah. Simu, Simu, Simu yeah. Love him. Oh, no, but, like, like, look at how they kind of implemented martial arts into the fighting cell in yeah, that movie, you know, yeah. and how the how the um the graphics look. Even in the movie Mortal Kombat, like freaking uh Lu uh Liu Kang, was that his name? The the, the one who that uh pretty much firebends? Mm. Is that his name? Kung Liao. Kang Yao? Kung Liao? Kung Liao. You sure? It's one of those. No, because Liu Kang is the one with the blade hat. Oh yeah, you're right. Or am I wrong? I could be wrong. Yeah, so Liu Kang is the one that firebends, and Kung Lao is the one with the hat. Okay, fact check number four. But yeah, like, I don't know, I, f- I feel like they have the definitely the CGI potential to make this look legit. Yeah, no, okay, the look, sure, but um, it scares me a little that the creators are, the original creators are no longer part of the project. Mm-hmm. They chose to step away. They chose, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They so were just I... like, it's not really meeting, like, our vision. Exactly. So that's why they're like, we're going to do our own shit with Avatar Studios, like, I'm not even going to worry about it. Which I'm now. not saying that, like... Netflix's vision won't be great, but I'm pretty sure the the original creators' vision is way better. Or like, yeah, you know, like yeah. stays true to the story. Like they know the fans. Like obviously it's their story. They know the story. Like they know how Not important that it is. Too, like, but they had to sit there and they had to fucking watch these martial artists do all of that shit in front of the animators too. Like they had to research and pick which art styles was going to be a part of the show. Pick which one was going to go to each element. You know, like they have the lore down to the T because yeah. they are the lore. The magic you system know? Of, of Avatar is also like, I think it's so like well balanced. Probably one yeah. of the best magics in like in TV yeah. and movies. Yeah, agreed. You know? agreed. One thing that I thought was pretty cool, I don't know how much of the, um, like of the, um, like the storyboards you've seen or how much of the like pre- pre-ideas before avatar did you know avatar was supposed to be like from the future like yeah. he was supposed to be like from space and have like some space robot monkey or some shit like that yep yeah I and do it remember. ended up becoming momo dope 
yeah they yeah they wanted they had to rewrite it like in t- almost two weeks no or like in two months or some shit like that no they wrote it like on the spot and before they pitched it to nickelodeon yeah yeah that's insane it was like written really fast like mm-hmm. you know but dude it some things work like that you know yeah but yeah like look at how the show is now dude and look at how, like what they went through with the show i love the 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 character arcs of like every single ep- like character all the like the entire squad of ang had their own like character arc that each of them was just extremely satisfying you know do you have a do you have a favorite favorite i mean zuko okay let's not count zuko because because like we mentioned it before about how, okay besides yeah, so zuko? neither you nor i hey, can mention zuko why not tell me why why did we agree on that again no, okay, fine. I mean, I'm just saying that we already mentioned Zuko, but like, yeah. Well, I mean, well, like, yeah, we already talked about Zuko. So uh, another one, I, I think, think besides Zuko, it's Katara. Uh, hers yeah, is pretty badass. Katara has a pretty good, pretty good arc. I feel like when it comes to her, the Painted Lady is a good episode. That episode is where she like heals that whole yeah, town and she, pretends yeah, to be like their deity the, or whatever. Spirit. She, she pretends to be a spirit. Yeah, and then the actual spirit. spirit comes to her. Do you want to know the shit that pisses me off the most in that arc? And I feel like it was a hard lesson for her to learn, but she learned is that like just because you help people, that doesn't mean that they're gonna like you. Is because yeah. they help that entire village, and then at the end, she's just like, "Oh yeah, it's me. I'm just like a regular girl that air bends and there are water bends." And everybody's like, "Get out of here! Like the fuck! Like why are you doing all this other stuff?" And they like get really, really mad at her. And I'm just like, "Dang, that's kind of like a hard lesson that not a lot of people learn. Is that some people just don't care." They don't want saving. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, well, fuck it. Like, we're just going to be miserable and go through what we go through. You know, like, you didn't have to help us like that, but you didn't get out anyway. Or, like, also, like, you can't help everyone, you know? Or, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I mean, she learned that with Toph, you know? Because, like, she, like, Toph was really stubborn and wanting to do her own shit. Mm-hmm. And Katara kept on being the motherly person. <laughs> I mean, they even made yeah. fun of that, like, in the episode of yeah. a, um, the play, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. She was very micromanaging, though. So yes. Like, like she would always lecture them. Yeah, I kind of wanted to sock her. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, just a little, little bit. bit. Sock her, uh-huh. dude. Uh-huh. Unplug your mic right now. Like, just get out of here. <laughs> I mean, dude, I wanted so- a Sokka. I, I think Sokka's arc. Sokka's arc is fucking badass as well, dude. Like for him, yeah. like he came up with the plan at the end, like for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. like he sent Katara and Zuko to face Azula. Ang was by himself, which he went with his girlfriend Suki, right, and yeah. Toph to go help them. Yeah. Mm. You know, and then, like, the, the fucking White Lotus want to go save Bossing Say. Yeah. Like, that was his plan. And, yeah. like, like it's it's pretty incredible for him to, like, choke in a day of Black Sun, but then in the day of Souls and Comet, which was even more, like, it was literally, like, the end game. Like, he was able to, like, mm-hmm. kind of lead them to that. You know, yeah. that was pretty sick. I mean, that's he had to do what he had to do at that point. But yeah. also, for me, it's, it's obviously, he's a main character, but Aang, I mean, like, sometimes I rewatch the first couple episodes and I forget how fucking childish he was yeah and, and ignorant like you know and ignorance is bliss obviously so yeah. that's why he's all like like fucking oh, cheery like and shit and, and optimistic yeah. and like he literally just wanted to go around and play so yeah let's, what the fuck why are we, like why literally are we just got out of the iceberg and was like will you go sledding with me literally fuck, like dude. fucking child are and you then, hungry like, <laughs> Jesus. and then the fucking the last episode you know it's different also like even just the fact that like um he looks older in the last episode and also like Obviously, the voice actor grew with the show, so, like, his voice became more mature as yeah, well, and he yeah. became more, like, stern and serious and, mm-hmm. like, and like you know, still being playful, but, like, like he grew up and he realized, like, dude, this is, you know, I gotta fucking 
get my shit together so everyone else can get their shit together because yeah. they're all fucking Counting looking at me. All eyes are on me right now, so. Yeah, the maturity. And then also with Toph, like, for her to, like, understand that she needs help as well. Mm-hmm. You know? She has a really good arc, especially in the uh, comic books. Because, you know, like, she leaves her parents. She's, she's like, I want to go travel the world. I want to go do all these other things. And you think I'm this helpless little girl just because I'm blind. But I'm out here seeing with my feet. So what's up? So she leaves, all this other stuff. She clearly doesn't talk to her family. In the comic books, it's really cool because uh, she ends up growing up and falling in love with this man who like owns some type of like engineering shop or something like that. And she was like, Oh, you know, like I feel like our team could work like and help you and stuff. Like we're metal benders. We can definitely like benefit to your business, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out that this guy's like business partner is her dad. And so basically like he, she goes up to him and is like, Oh my God, like dad did all this stuff. And he's like, you're not my daughter. Like what the heck? All this other stuff. And like tries to deny her because you know, she just dipped out on them when she was a child. And basically, like, long story short, like, something happens at the factory and she has to, like, metal bend or, like, earth bend this wall from collapsing for hours until Aang and them can find them. And her dad's right there just, like, watching her hold this up for, like, hours, like, nonstop. And they have, like, these heart-to-hearts and this stuff. And she's able to, like, I guess, like, learn forgiveness and learn how to just be able to, like, love people regardless of what they did in the past, which I feel like is a good development from her arc because she was like, I'm alone. I don't want to fucking deal with people. I barely deal with you guys. Like, I don't want to deal with anybody else. So I feel like that was a really nice arc for her to have in the comic books. Because even at the end, like, when they do get found and she's able to, like, drop the the whole wall and they're out safe. She's like, Dad, you know, like, I just want to, like, love you and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. Because in that, like, heart-to-heart moment, they're talking and basically, like, her mom basically blames the dad for everything like oh the reason why Toph left is because of you you know and i guess i I, if if i'm remembering correctly like he she left him so i'm just like dang that's crazy so it was really nice to see that they were able to have that moment and like rebond and be like yeah shit happened but here we are and we're able to like progress and be like better and i guess that's really nice too because i feel like a lot of kids that's something that they also struggle with is like having poor or bad relationships with their parents that they're not able to mend as adults so i think for her to have that story even though it's in a comic book i feel for her to have that story is still like very very nice because it's still true for hey, a lot that's of generational trauma right there dude. yeah so i feel like that's pretty cool that's pretty dope but i think if you think back to if you go back to or sorry if you think about cora that kind of sucks though because i don't know if you remember but like both her daughters expressed like they both had mommy issues, and they both mm-hmm. expressed how, like, she was absent, and, like, you know, I mean, the fact that she even, like, like, major spoiler, but, like, she comes back. I mean, we find out she's alive still, and, like, in that time, and she's been hiding this whole time, and, you yeah. know, like, um, that, well, I think that part kind of sucked, I, th- I thought. That, and also, like, the fact that Toph became a cop, that was, like, yeah, fuck it. That Tom. was that was what the fuck yeah, like you either die Tom or is, live long enough to right. see yourself become. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up! But I was like, top a cop, like what the fuck? Right. She's like Miss, like fuck everything, anarchy, anarchy yeah. over here. So I'm just like, you're okay. You're twelve. That's a little too much character development right there. <laughs> What's that one saying? Oh, on my eleventh birthday, I turned thirteen because fuck twelve or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I forgot what it was, but anyway, yeah. Um, um, yeah, she has a she has a pretty good arc. I thought that one was really good. But to kind of connect it back, I think they even talk about it too. Like I think it's either Lynn or Sue. No, I think it's Sue when talking about like, oh, um, 
she's like oh mom was like super restricted as a child so when she had us she let us have all the freedom in the world and that's where like she kind of fucked up mm-hmm. because sue ended up being a thief mm-hmm. and a little fucking criminal and then there was fucking lynn shout out lynn Beifong. um she ended up being a fucking cop i'm just like you're crazy for that dude but shout out lynn Beifong. Yeah, yeah she's a badass that's that's my woman right there <laughs> she's definitely a boss lady yeah definitely like you can totally peg me but yeah i mean is there anything else we're missing from this amazing show there's probably a a thousand things oh yeah we probably only touched on maybe like seven episodes yeah out of what 89 89. dude and they're all so good like even the filler ones you know like the um filler well i mean well what's they're all crucial components to yeah, the story what no yeah that's the thing though even even the ones that don't have like action that are a lot of talking are crucial mm. you know one I of my favorite that. like i guess you could call it kind of a filler episode is the episode which i fucking love that episode always cracks me up when katara and Sokka get sick oh yeah oh and, and, and ang has oh, to go get frogs for them to fucking and, suck on but then he gets caught and yeah so then like Katara's telling Momo like oh bring me this bring me this oh, yeah. and Momo keeps bringing her a bunch of random ass <laughs> shit oh my god yeah. I fucking love that dude like <laughs> Momo he saw the show there best art can I just get no, Momo. <laughs> another good episode is when they get stuck in uh, the desert and Momo and Sokka drink oh, that cactus juice and they start out. tripping they start tripping bro yeah that was hilarious the mushroom yeah. oh my god also um remember the episode when no, i know but like uh he's like he saw like a a sand oh, clown yeah, yeah, yeah. mushroom. so funny and then um the episode where uh, ang asked to like escort everyone past the canyon and there's two groups that hate each other like the rich group and the indigenous group oh yeah 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 and then he like he just makes up a story that they're playing like a sport like a like, like a soccer, soccer game yeah and then it just turned into this fucking generational war that's trauma right there. That is trauma. He dude. just broke generational trauma through a lie. lie. Yeah, dang. Starline to your family, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, dude. And we we, and we and we've only like touched <laughs> on Paul so little as well. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Shit works. I hate him. Yeah, and then we've only talked about Cora like just a little bit. But I mean, I feel like that's definitely good for another episode. We've actually. Oh reached, yeah, dude. Yeah. So, just for that, I think we're gonna cut it. And I mean, with that being said. Do you guys want to plug in your socials or do you guys just want to like not leave a trace? Cause we could do either. You guys are um, plugged in your socials, no? I really don't care. If you want to follow me, you can on Instagram. It's a underscore Fred at 40, uh, 42. That's cool. I'm right there. Yeah. I'm underscore Tony boy. T O N Y B O Y. So big per Tony boy. <laughs> uh, Tony. We love him. Yep. My oh boy. My Shout out. But yeah, and then uh, you could always follow the podcast at Zenith underscore podcast on Instagram, Twitter. I believe this episode is going to be on YouTube. I'm definitely going to try to get oh. this for season two. Yeah. So then you could just click the link. Pretty sure it'll take you to all the socials as well as where to listen to this off of YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, with that being said, thank you both of you for coming Thanks here. Thanks for having me. It's I want to say that yeah, thank you, you. you guys have been here since the beginning, you know, since before even season one came out. Alfredo, me and you literally recorded the first episode. Tony, mm-hmm. we did like the third mm-hmm. episode, I think, or fourth. But yeah, you guys have been here and I'm so happy that you guys came back for this. I f- and this could definitely end up, you know, being a, just a two-parter or even three-parter eventually. Oh, Let's yeah. make it four parts, just yeah, like how Sozan's comment was four parts. Ooh. <laughs> hey, dude. Stay tuned. Hey, next, 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 next episode. 
Next episode, we have to do, leave a big cliffhanger then. Because that's what happened <laughs> in that episode. All right. But yeah. Uh, then on this cliffhanger, just remember spirits. Spirits. Hey, there we go. Tony, Tony say it. Spirits. There you go. Man. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, I mean, with that being said, thank you everyone for being here. I f- love you and appreciate you. If you guys want to hear more from this, let me know. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. And uh, with that being said, I will catch you next time. We all will at the Zenith. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.